Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, the podcast for pastors, church planters, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working at the same time. This is your time of encouragement and I am your host, Ade Subanjo. Welcome. Okay, chapter 5. Live your best life always. So that's one of the big lessons that I learned. Um, This is not my first time of learning it. I knew before, but it became very real to me, very real. Are you living your best life now? Are you doing the very best that you can do? Are you um, maximizing the potentials that you have? Are you living as if you believe what you claim to believe? And so those are the things that I I began to think about as I was in the hospital and as I was recovering. I kept on asking myself, what if that was the end? Did I do all that I could do? One thing I'm really grateful for is that at the age of... um, 30, 30 years old, when I, um, in 2005, I, I felt led to plant a church in Canada, Montreal. And I discussed with my wife, it's something we've been talking about, and, uh, you know, but not really seriously, but something we've been talking about. And I felt that it was time to go and plant that church because I felt the Lord was saying to me, it's time to plant the church that I've been talking to you about. So I told my wife, I think it's time. At that time, uh, before even she came to to Canada, because I got married and went to Nigeria. I went to Nigeria to get married, and then we came back to Canada. I was studying in Canada at that time. I, I studied in Canada, and I was working at that time. And so in 2004, I went um, to Nigeria, got married. And within that time, between that time I got married and the time she came, in 2005, we were talking about the fact that the Lord wanted us to plant the church. So in 2005, we actually took the step of faith and we planted the church. And as I, as I looked back, you know, in the hospital, I said, I thank you, God, that I was bold enough and you put back boldness in me and, and, and I was not afraid. I didn't know how difficult it would be. I was naive. I was foolish. And I just jumped in, and the church started. And and I'm so grateful to God that we have that church going. Lives have been transformed. The church now has grown into six church plants. Different pastors are pastoring them, and their lives have been transformed. The lives of the people in the cities have been changed, and I really, really thank God for that. That was my joy. And I, I thought in my mind, you know what, I could have waited. I could have said, you know what, let's wait till 2018 20, or 2020 you know and uh, once once there's a lot of money and we the children are well cared for then we could start and 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 then if if it had ended there then it would have just been a dream a, a vision that never was accomplished and so I, I I really felt grateful to God that we had planted the church. We went through a lot. And we're going to be talking about that in the podcast, the Bible podcast that uh, is just started. And so we're going to 
unpack some of the things that pastors go through as church planters. We're going to talk about some of the difficulties that we face as people who are serving the Lord. And But anyway, I, I look back at those days. I look back. I, I remembered when we were going on the streets trying to knock on doors. I remember when people would come uh, to church for once and then they would never come back. I remember when people would say, don't. If you if you come to knock on my door again, I'm going to let the dogs come up on you. I remember those days, the ch- each church plans. And I remember the people that are leading them, and I, and I felt in my heart, you know what, if it, today was the last day and I wasn't going to come back from this stroke and I was going to be with Jesus, then this church will keep running. This, this legacy will remain. And many young men and women that have been trained in the church will go on to do the work of God. And that gave me great joy. That gave me great joy, and and it's really reinforced in my heart, and I'm so convinced about it that it's important for each one of us to live our best life. If you're listening to me, and you've had that goal, that desire, something in your heart that you want to do, and you are thinking maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next year, I want you to really get down on it and see how you can begin. I believe that you can begin a lot of, a lot of projects without even spending any money. Just begin by drawing it on paper. Just begin by praying on it, praying on it, beginning to talk to people about it, beginning to build up a team. You don't have to really execute it from the first day. And once you start doing that, the Holy Spirit in you will begin to guide you. And from there, you can then do what you need to do. It is important that you start whatever you feel you are called to do. Very important. I remember feeling this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to pastor. I love to pastor. I love to tell people about the good news. I love to see people grow up in in their passion and live the life that God has designed them to to live. So that 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 was that really spoke to me. And then I I looked at my own life. I look at okay now in the church. There are so many things that we thought we were going to do, especially in our church plant in Kuji in 2014. We, had, we, we left uh, Canada, the whole family, to plant the church in Kuji. And we, we, we came down. And, of course, we go back to Canada also every year. But when we're in, in uh, Kuji, there are some things there that are really very, very um, Difficult. Many people were going through difficulties, no money to eat, and sometimes no money to send their children to school. And we had this plan that we're going to have a school, we're going to have a technical training college, we're going to feed people, we're going to have a university eventually. So many big things. We're going to have uh, homes where we can rent to people to live in for a short time when they're having a problem, shelters. We had all these dreams. A farm and... Um, and I thought in my mind, ah, we'll do them eventually. We'll do those eventually. We don't, strength. we don't have enough strength to do that. We don't have enough manpower to do that. And you know, when the stroke came, one of the things that the Lord was saying to me is that you are delaying the work because you are waiting on resources. You need to believe and walk by faith. So one of the changes that we made was that as soon as we came back from, from, from Canada after recovering uh, a bit, we, we started the second, uh, this, the nursery and primary school kind of where we have children now who are learning to read and write. We, we started also the computer school where we have our computers and people are just learning how to be computer literate because in the secondary schools here, uh, hardly do the people use computers. It's just many people have never touched a computer. Even the, even 
even when they finished secondary school. So we, we started putting that in place right away. We didn't wait. We discovered that, you know what? The hands we have, we do the little we can. And when it's done, we say we did the best that we can. We did the best that we can. And this is how I know that we were not really fully, fully using our resources because we are able to do that now. So if we're able to do that, that means we could have done that one year earlier. And so these are some of the things that we began to do. We began to help people to start businesses, you know, put money into their business, ask them to bring their business plans, and we'll work with them. You know, and, and we are happy to see this done. Another thing that I, I felt in my heart was that, you know, I wasn't sharing the gospel as as much as I wanted it. You know, people wouldn't come to the church always. They wouldn't come to, to hear the good news. So I decided that more, I would go out more to meet the people on the streets and, and just sit with them and, and share. Sit with them and discuss. They don't need to come to the church. Just just sharing their life story with them, sharing my life story with them and introducing them to what has, to who has changed my life has been so rich and so encouraging. So that area of my life has changed. Live your best life now. And then in my, in my work also, as a pastor, I began to release the, the, the members, the, teach, the, the, the pastors. I, I feel in my heart that my call is not just to pastor, but also to train. So I, I feel led more to, to give opportunities to the younger generation to also minister. One of the things that I began to do is when people call me to speak, I invite others, some of my members of the church here in, in Kujie, you go and speak here, you go and speak there. So they get to train and I speak to the people, of course, to tell them, I'm not able to come to this meeting, why don't I send someone? And I, I think that works. Previously, I would have just said, I'm not able to come and, and that would be it. But now, I, each time they ask me, I say, I'm not able to come, but I have someone that is really good and is going to be useful to you and has a word from the Lord. And then I encourage them, and I'm 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 happy. I feel more fulfilled, you know, being able to to do some of these things, do more, do more with the with exactly what I've got, not something new. Even really, if you look at it physically, it's less than what I've got physically because right now I I need to take more time to rest. I need to do spend a lot of time doing exercises, doing my routines, and and so much more. Uh, so much less time spent on those things, but yet I'm able to get more, more resource, more, more being done. When I'm in church, I, I, I don't even take my computer to church most days now because I spend the time talking to those young people, just encouraging them, empowering them, strengthening them. So, well, that's it. You know, live your best life now. I want to say a word for those who you know think I, I need to write a book or I need to do a podcast and. Yeah, that the podcast is another part of it. You know, I'm doing this podcast because of the fact that I have this stuff. I don't want to just keep it to myself. I want to put it out there, put it, it's in record. Some people will listen to it 10 years from now and it will bless them. So I want to put everything I've got out there. So yeah, so you have a podcast, you have an idea, you want to start a business, uh, you 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 want to go to mission field, You you whatever you are feeling God is calling you to do, don't wait. Live your best life now. Live your best life now. So that that's it for that chapter. And see you in the next chapter. 